Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're going to have so much fun because we're going kind of back to my roots, you know, and, and talking about public speaking, how to be on camera, how to be on stage, and why that is so important for most professionals. Let me say that again. Most professionals, not just the CEOs, not just the people who want to be public speakers. I think that knowing these skills is something that is very critical for virtually every business professional. So please join me in welcoming Amanda Meyer to our program today. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you very much for having me. Well, as you can tell, we have another guest from down under. I love it. It's so much fun. I'm going to have to go do a remote down there and, you know, just bring in everybody that I've had as, as guests. But let me tell people a little bit about you, Amanda, and then we'll jump into this. So Amanda Meyer is a professional public speaking and on-camera training expert. During her 20 years in the acting and directing world, Amanda saw how life-changing the skills taught can be. So she created Rewards Drama to translate those skills to the business world. Now she works with speakers, business owners, and corporate leaders to master their platform and confidently establish their authority as a powerful communicator and leader on stage and on camera. Amanda is an authority in the field and Rewards Drama is well-renowned. So again, Amanda, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I always like to have people go back and tell us how they got to where they are today and how you decided that this was your passion in life. Yeah, well, for me, obviously, it started in the acting and directing world. Mm -hmm. As you said, that it has been my background. So basically, from a very young age, Mm -hmm. that's just kind of what I found myself loving and, you know, annoying everybody with. (laughs) And just over time, sort of, I suppose, just kind of fell into it naturally. Mm -hmm. Did a lot of um, mucking around with it Mm -hmm. and having fun. And then, of course, took it seriously and went and got some proper training Mm -hmm. and uh, started looking at more of a professional kind of aspect (laughs) and a professional way of doing things. Um, But Rewards Drama is relatively new. It's only a few years old. Ah. And that's actually, um, obviously, it comes out of my background. Mm -hmm. But the reason that I finally decided to do that was over all of these years in acting and directing and teaching acting Mm -hmm. as well. I've sort of realized more and more how incredible the skill set is mm-hmm. and how beneficial it is. Right. Not only for obviously people who are training to be actors, mm-hmm. but just the general confidence and the general overall view and uh, the way they approach everything just was such a big shift for them. And I've seen so many people change from shy and timid and unsure, not really knowing their mm-hmm. own voice, to being powerful and effective on stage and I also have a background in business and started to see more and more that the normal public speaking offerings just the trainings I mean were just not really cutting it Mm -hmm. there were a lot of you know groups things like Toastmasters and things like that where people get to sort of practice their Mm -hmm. skills Um, but it was more sort of you know help us get over the fears and Mm -hmm. and get some practice doing it mm-hmm. rather than actually training in the skill set itself. Mm. And even the skill set of public speaking, I've found, no offense to anybody, but quite lacking right. um, just in terms of the actual skills that mm-hmm. are taught. And there were just so many gaps. And I just honestly, at the end of the day, I just went enough. <laughs> I know how helpful these skills mm-hmm. are and I, I really have the answers here. So I'm going to start. I'm going to write some training. I'm going to translate this skill set, not just the acting, but the directing, and take it to the business world mm-hmm. and actually help people 
on stage and on camera and to do it well. Right. I love it. You know, and what we're seeing more and more of, I think, are people having business meetings on camera. Um, you know, there's that little thing called coronavirus right now that's going around. And, you know, so I think that's going to drive it. But I think what's going to happen is people will just will go, oh, wow, this really is better than either driving across town or flying mm-hmm. to another city or even another country. You know, we can have meetings like this, you know, where it's you and I, but you can also do these things where you can have hundreds of people. And yeah. your how you are doing it is so important. And, and that's why I think it's so important, as I said, that, that most business people learn this skill. Because even if it's just a one-on-one meeting like you and I have, if, if you're not doing it properly, it actually becomes a problem. And, and whatever the heck yeah. you're, you're really trying to talk about gets lost in the shuffle. Absolutely. You are so right. And that is another problem with not learning the skill set. You can mm-hmm. practice something over and over and over and you may get a little bit better. You may mm-hmm. get less scared of it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about your audience. Right. And if they're not going to hear what you're saying mm-hmm. and not actually getting the message that mm-hmm. you were trying to get across, then the whole thing is pointless right. and you're actually even doing yourself a disservice mm-hmm. because maybe you're losing some credibility. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're losing some trust. Maybe they're looking at you thinking, well, if they're not confident in mm-hmm. themselves, why should I be? Right. You know, mm-hmm. and it is a very, very real problem. Mm-hmm. And particularly in this digital age, as you said, going on camera, everybody is on camera now mm-hmm. and you need to be. It's just, mm-hmm. it's part of the new world that we're living in. And there are so many benefits to being able to do things online as well. Mm-hmm. As you said, you know, you cut out the traffic. <laughs> it's right. Oh, yeah. Win, win, yeah no more road rage. <laughs> That's right. And you can use that time so much more effectively doing other things. Um, I do a lot of my training online. This is right. a very, very common thing, even mm-hmm. for people in the same city as me. Mm-hmm. Just so I, we don't have to travel for mm-hmm. however long. Right. Deal with parking, deal mm-hmm. with getting in the building, dealing with all of that extra time. Mm-hmm. We can just get on camera, mm-hmm. get it straight done. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> well, and then, of course, if you record it, that's an entirely other benefit because other people can watch it. You yeah. can watch it again, all sorts of things. Yeah. And repurposing content mm-hmm. is another thing that's so important in the business mm-hmm. world, particularly if you are you know, a solopreneur or a small business or something mm-hmm. like that. You do not want to be spending all day, every day, putting out content and if Mm -hmm. you've got something in like a big chunk of Mm -hmm. maybe a a video or training or Mm -hmm. whatever it is and you can cut that up and you can use it again you can put it into a blog post you can send it out by email you can put it all over social Mm -hmm. media you can do um, so much with that original piece of content Mm -hmm. you're absolutely right right well, one of the things that uh, you've got this as a resource on your website, but we really want to talk about this, is five mistakes to avoid on camera to make sure that you're, you're being seen as a professional. So walk us through those five. Sure. Okay. Well, there are just, these are the five that I've put together that are the mm-hmm. most common that I see, you know, all the time, every okay. single day. And some of them are very frustrating to me because they are so simple to fix right. mm-hmm. and people maybe don't understand quite mm-hmm. the impact that it has to not get it right. Sure. Start with number one. Okay. Well, number one is your lighting. Mm. Such a straightforward, simple thing right. to add. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what I have at the moment is three-point lighting. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very basic setup. You mm-hmm. can have um, five or, you know, even more if you want to take mm-hmm. it further. But three-point lighting mm-hmm. is basically what you need to cover all your bases. Mm-hmm. Three-point lighting consists of your fill, your key, and your backlight. Okay. Your fill light is, um, sorry, I'll start with key. Key mm-hmm. is obviously like it sounds. It's your key light. Mm-hmm. It's the main one. You want it to be the biggest and the brightest or the closest to you if all your lights are kind of the same mm-hmm. wattage or whatever. And you want to make sure that it's not hitting you straight on your face. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be, you know, getting that big glare or the reflections or mm-hmm. anything else. You want to make sure that it's softly kind of uh, enveloping right. and falling um, on a 45 degree mm-hmm. angle is usually what we recommend. Okay. So my key is just there mm-hmm. and it's coming this way and it's mm-hmm. just softly 
um, I can't reach the switches. So I can't show you the differences turning mm -hmm. them all off so you can only see one. But then on the other side, um, again, on a 45 degree angle, on the opposite side, you then have your fill. And okay. it is also, like it sounds, it is to fill the um, gaps or mm -hmm. the shadows created by your key. Mm -hmm. And basically between the two of them, they are lighting your face and your upper body. Usually there's, mm -hmm. you know, some part of that for a talking mm -hmm. head. And it's just enveloping gently and softly all around mm -hmm. and avoiding any harsh shadows or any shadowing um, perhaps, you know, like, I don't have shadowing around here mm -hmm. because of the angle that they're falling on. Mm -hmm. You don't want them coming down. So mm -hmm. you're creating your own shadow. Mm -hmm. um, but just you'd have a double chin. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. And you can just, you can mm -hmm. end up with all sorts of, <laughs> it's not a good look. Mm -hmm. um, and then the final one is um, your backlight, otherwise mm -hmm. also called a hair light. Mm -hmm. And that's basically, it's just up above you. Okay. And it's supposed to fall just softly on the top of your head, maybe touching the top of your shoulders. Mm -hmm. And basically what it does is it just separates you from your background. Mm -hmm. So right now I have a very soft backlight, so you can't mm -hmm. actually see much light on my head. Mm -hmm. But if I turned off my key and fill, you would see it. You okay. would notice. It, it can actually give you a, almost mm -hmm. like a little bit of a halo effect mm -hmm. if you've got it up mm -hmm. quite bright. But basically it just makes you stand out. Because mm -hmm. cameras, particularly if you're using a phone camera, mm -hmm. it just doesn't have the capacity for depth of field. Mm -hmm. And you want to be jumping out from your background. You right. want to be 3D. You want to be larger than life. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be blending into your background. You want to stand out. Mm -hmm. And you want to give um, the camera some help um, in creating that three-dimensional mm -hmm. image. Right. And obviously, you know, that's going to help your audience mm -hmm. because you are going to be jumping out from whatever mm -hmm. your background is. Right. Well, lighting is clearly an issue for me. <laughs> We're just going to put it out there. Um, you know, and, and, uh, and, and so I've got, I don't have a, a, a light up here. I've got mm -hmm. three circle lights. And so clearly that's not quite right. But my big thing, I've got two big monitors. And so yeah. I've got way too much light. Now I do have, I have windows ahead of me. And they are covered with blackout drapes. So I've got that part going for me. I got that right. But these right here, this, this, this right here, this is the worst. Um, because clearly we're getting a lot of reflection. And, mm. you know, and, 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 you know, I can tilt my head down and I can be the scholarly school teacher. But these are actually not my everyday glasses because my everyday glasses have metal frames. Say, wouldn't that be ah. fun? Um, and and they have a uh, a coating on them to that is pretty standard anymore for glasses because people are using computers so much it's it's to mm. to help your eyes so i ordered these glasses i just barely need them just barely i mean i'd be squinty face if i didn't but i just <laughs> barely need them and i didn't order them with the cover and you know or the the coating but i'm lost i mean you know i i keep getting the and and if i do it right I can, I can like put the little circles right on my eyes. Um, you know, and, and so it, it's just, to me, it's distracting. Other people have said that it doesn't bother them. It distracts me. Mm. Yeah. And it's a very common problem. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there are a lot of people that wear glasses. Right. Um, one of the things, I mean, as I mentioned about the key and the fill, they are on a 45 degree angle and okay. they are a soft light. Okay. I use soft boxes. Mm -hmm. Again, mm -hmm. it's like the name sounds. It's a soft light. Right. And they have built-in diffusers. Mm -hmm. And the idea is to softly envelop rather mm -hmm. than have a harsh light mm -hmm. that is going to have reflection issues. Right. So I would definitely recommend that for people who have glasses. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's also about working on your angle mm -hmm. because if if you can see the, the light reflecting in the glasses, it mm -hmm. is... It's like obviously this. distracting. See you right there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the the soft boxes do definitely help with that because okay. they are a softer light and they're much larger as well. Mm -hmm. So you it, you might get it sort of a little bit of a light reflection rather mm. than a light. Right. So right now we can actually mm -hmm. see the rings. Mm -hmm. um, right. See right the there. I can put that ring right yeah. there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a good look. It's a good look. I know. <laughs> And you're right, some people might say they don't notice or it doesn't mm -hmm. bother them. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, all of these things are very real factors. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're 
subconscious, you know, Wait. people may not even realise, mm-hmm. but they all do detract from mm-hmm. a professional image. Mm-hmm. And it just says they're not quite familiar with, you know, how right. to look camera mm-hmm. and it's not that it's you know the be all and end all of course your content and your words and all of these things and obviously how you deliver all of this stuff which is also what I teach mm-hmm. is a massive massive part of it mm-hmm. but looking good on camera looking professional on camera is part of that initial like and trust factor right and if you can't build that, if you can't give people that, particularly in those first few moments mm-hmm. where we all know, you know, first impressions matter, um, you're doing yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. And then if you are one of these kinds of people who do notice and find it distracting, mm-hmm. even people who don't actually, they're going to psychologically, right. they're going to be distracted. But at the end of the day, if it's distracting people, it is detracting from you and right. from what you're trying to say. Right. Because then they start need. focusing on it. That's right. And you mm-hmm. don't need any extra distractions. Mm-hmm. You want to do everything in your power to make sure that mm-hmm. you are reaching your audience and that mm-hmm. they are hearing what you're trying to say, right. trying to tell them. Right. Um, whether it's just, you know, it's a motivational speaker, whether mm-hmm. it's education, whether you're pitching to the board, whether you are, I don't know, trying to get some investments. Mm-hmm. And you've got to, you know, sell your product and, mm-hmm. and hope that these people actually are inspired mm-hmm. by your vision and give you money. You know, whatever it is, um, or even just, you know, a regular board meeting where right. you're asked to, you know, present something weekly, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Anything that you need to do where you are presenting public speaking um, in person or mm-hmm. on camera, you need to be able to do it well. Right. And anything that is not helping you is hindering you. Mm-hmm. So you just... These things just help you know a little bit more about the things that people are going to be getting distracted by mm-hmm. or are going to be detracting from your professional outlook and therefore right. whether they're going to trust you and have mm-hmm. confidence in right. you and mm-hmm. whatever your message is. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'll work on my lighting, you know, and, and, and it really oh. is an ongoing thing. And, and I, you know, a big part of it, I are the big monitors that I have here. And mm. it's funny because I can I obviously have to have one on or I you know, couldn't see it all. Um, but, you know, I, so I've tried turning one off. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a work in progress and, and, um, yeah. you know, and it's fun to tinker with, but yeah. So, okay. So we're going to mm. assume I've got my lighting down. So what's, what's mm. the next mistake that people do? Okay. Actually, you know what, just before I say that, I will just add one other reason um, for the lighting because I'm just um, looking at your lighting now. Mm-hmm. Um, See, now you're problem. focusing on it. Now I'm focusing. <laughs> that's right. Um, but you are too dark at the okay. moment. Okay. Um, now, right now I am very light mm-hmm. and some people might find this too bright, but this, mm-hmm. is, this is more. But there's a definite difference light. between the two of us. There is. Mm-hmm. That's right. And at the moment, I mean, other than the um, the background, mm-hmm. which obviously, you know, I have a backdrop, mm-hmm. other than that, um, the only difference between the two images mm-hmm. is the lighting. Right. And it just, it makes, there. I mean, if you have a look at a TV studio mm-hmm. or, you know, any presentation on TV or whatever, you will notice instantly everything mm-hmm. is very, very well lit. Right. Everything. Oh, yeah. Always. And, and you bake because it's so well lit. <laughs> exactly right. Mm-hmm. Soft boxes, thankfully, are not mm-hmm. hot, so that's mm-hmm. fine. But generally speaking, you want to make sure everything is very well lit and it's okay. become associated, um, I mean, apart from the practical things, like mm-hmm. we can actually see you, mm-hmm. um, it's become associated with that's a professional and polished look. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, right. it's just that simple. It, it really is. And three-point well, lighting is just a basic mm-hmm. standard in, mm-hmm. in the industry. It's, right. you know, it's there for a yep. reason. And I wonder if I've, you know, if, if in, in trying to not have the reflection and all of that, I've dimmed things. So clearly mm-hmm. I dimmed them too much. Um, yeah. So, but, and, yeah, and, and it is dark. nighttime here, so it's dark outside and, and, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's okay. I'll work on it. I promise. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm in a blacked out room as well. Right. My, mm-hmm. my studio here is blacked out. Mm-hmm. I have natural lighting over there, mm-hmm. but you know what? That's another thing. If people want to go onto my website and grab that um, free guide about mm-hmm. five mistakes people mm-hmm. make on camera, 
this has a bit more, it has a bit more mm-hmm. information than what I'm talking about now. But one of the things you can obviously utilize is your natural light. Right. Um, but it, you've got to pay attention to where it mm-hmm. is. You don't want a silhouette. You don't mm-hmm. want to cause problems. You don't right. want reflection. But anyway, we'll move on to mistake number two because we'll run out of time otherwise. I, that's all right. We'll keep going however long we need to. Yeah, yeah, we'll just go all day. Uh, all night for you. Yeah. yeah. It'll get darker and darker. <laughs> yeah. But ring lights in general, they're not, um, they're too harsh in terms mm-hmm. of reflection right. and they're not good enough in terms of lighting mm-hmm. a set. So right. I actually really don't recommend ring lights. Okay. They're kind of one of the things that mm-hmm. everyone is, you know, talking about right now. It's, you know, the latest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where you get these funny, especially, you know, I mean, the, the square there is my monitors, but then there's the rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? If you can do without glasses, yeah, then just do without them. Oh, yeah. I have no yeah. makeup on, so I have to leave my glasses on for now. But, but yeah, I mean, that is the thing is so many people... You know, you can you can change, say, the the size of whatever it is on your monitor if you're needing to to be reading something. I mean, you can in, increase that. So there are are ways that you can do things to maybe not have to wear glasses. Yeah, that's right. I mean, well, honestly, I wear contacts. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, well, I see, my problem is I've got these are these are what <clears throat> you would have called a trifocal. But because oh, wow. they take it, you know, they they have have taken heart of the us us poor people who need trifocals and made that made us feel old, and they call them progressives. <laughs> and so, you know, the bottom part is for for reading close yeah. up. Then the middle part is for my monitors, and then further up is is for um if, uh, distance. But yeah, I mean, it's and so that's yeah, aging. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what can you do? <laughs> you will, uh, we want to keep doing it, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true too. Yes, but I mean, general public, if mm-hmm. you can do without your glasses right. for presenting mm-hmm. and you don't need to be reading mm-hmm. something, then right. just take mm-hmm. them off, save yourself mm-hmm. a little headache. Mm-hmm. But yes, all of those things that I mentioned mm-hmm. definitely are things that you can do as well. Okay, to help. cool. Okay, so mistake two. Mm-hmm. Okay, mistake two is your voice inflections. Ah, now this is one of those things that people have no idea if they're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. But everyone else, even again, just subconsciously, are going to be picking up on it, mm-hmm. and it's going to be doing you a massive, massive, massive disservice. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of TV, um, well, I mentioned it before. Um, if you have a, a quick look at some kind of reality TV, mm-hmm. you're going to discover very, very quickly there are a lot of people who put incorrect inflections right. scattered throughout their general conversation. Mm-hmm. The most common being putting a question mark at the end of their sentence. Really? It's not a question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the general premise is you don't want to be putting your inflection up at the end of a sentence and mm-hmm. you don't want to be putting it down at the end of a sentence right. and you don't want to be just giving no inflection at all mm-hmm. and speaking monotone. Mm-hmm. But it's about being aware of these things. Mm-hmm. So if you put an inflection up at the end of a sentence, it sounds like a question. You hear? <laughs> right. Just yes. up a little bit. right. And women and tend to do it more. Oh, they do it all the time. And I hear it, like I said, on the reality TV. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm like, why is every sentence a question? <laughs> just, right. uh, sometimes it's to do with nerves. Mm-hmm. And this is another reason why it is so important when you're presenting professionally. Because if if that's the impression that you're giving people, what you are telling them is, I'm not confident. Right. I'm uncertain. What I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be listening to me. Right. Should and you buy my product? <laughs> that's right. Oh, everything goes up. Everything. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. Anyway, so obviously you need to start being aware of mm-hmm. where you put these inflections and if you are using them incorrectly. Right. But also on the flip side, you can start to use them intentionally. Mm -hmm. Do it on purpose. So inflection up at the end of a sentence makes it sound like a question. Mm -hmm. Inflection down at the end of the sentence makes it sound like a command. Mm. So you have to watch those. Mm -hmm. You you want to intimidate your audience? You want to scare them? Then please do that. And this one is more common to men. Mm -hmm. They are telling you 
and Mm -hmm. you better listen. Mm -hmm. But the trouble with that, of course, is it's intimidating and Mm -hmm. it instantly makes you feel defensive and Mm -hmm. like, well, no, no, I'm not, Mm -hmm. no, I don't want to Mm -hmm. listen to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And if that's not actually what your intent is and it's just coming out maybe again because Mm -hmm. of nerves or it's your natural default, Mm -hmm. then you're doing yourself a disservice. Right. And we do, (laughs) if we're talking to someone and trying to convince them of something, we do want them to take that action, but we don't want them to feel like they were forced to. Exactly. That is not what you're wanting to do. That is not the goal. So you've got to be aware of that one as well. Mm-hmm. But you can use it at times when there is perhaps an element or um, you want to put some weight onto mm-hmm. something in particular. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, you want to minimize those things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you speak it straight, as in no inflection up, no inflection down, then it is just a statement. Mm -hmm. And you can really, really use this one to your advantage Mm. because if you are purposefully making a statement of fact, Mm -hmm. then you can tell your audience this is just the way it is. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. You don't get to argue the point. It's Mm -hmm. not up for debate. This is mm -hmm. just a fact. Mm -hmm. And if you are telling people perhaps, um, maybe about a product or a service Mm -hmm. and you're explaining the benefits, then you want to make sure that they are getting that as a fact and definitely not Mm. as a possible maybe question. Right. Right? Because they solve your problem. (laughs) Exactly. And if you present it as a question, are they going to believe it? Are they going to want to buy your service? Mm -hmm. Are they going to trust that this is going Mm -hmm. to be the solution to their problem? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Right? So if you can deliver it as a statement of fact, and not in a harsh way, you are not mm-hmm. commanding, you are not being intimidating, mm-hmm. but you are just, it's a statement, right? right? You're putting it out there. Mm-hmm. This is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And then you can work with all of these things together. You can avoid using them incorrectly. Mm-hmm. You can purposefully use them when you want to. And you can avoid subconsciously driving your audience mm-hmm. away or giving mm-hmm. them the wrong message. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know, and, and it is hard. And, mm-hmm. and I think many people need to do something like what we're doing here, just recording what they're doing. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm going to suggest that they do that for all of this because they need to see you know, what is the lighting, what is the, the inflection, all of those various mm-hmm. things. And folks, get over the fact that you might not like how you look and or <laughs> sound because... Yeah. Right. The first couple of times you record your voicemail, you're like, oh my God, I sound like that. But, you know, it's just, it it does take practice, but you need to see what other people are seeing and hearing. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you're not watching it to be really overly critical of yourself. Because you don't want to freak yourself out so bad you're not going to do it again. That's right. Exactly. It's it's about learning the tools. Mm -hmm. It's about learning the tricks of the trade and just being aware so that you can do it better. Mm -hmm. And that obviously is the entire point of my Mm -hmm. training. You just want to be aware of things Mm -hmm. and utilize a skill set that you wouldn't necessarily have had any access to in Mm -hmm. any other way or in any other time. Right. So it's just bringing all of these things together. I mean, if you think about an actor on stage or on camera, you think about the things that they are taught and the things Mm -hmm. that they are required to do. Or a director, you know, when mm-hmm. they're, they're blocking out a scene and, you know, this needs to go there and that person needs to be mm-hmm. here and they need to move from point A to point B at this time. Why? Why do they do that? Mm-hmm. It is all intentional. Right. There is psychology behind it mm-hmm. and there are obviously hundreds and hundreds of years of history mm-hmm. where this has been put into practice and has been proven. Mm-hmm. So these are not, you know, airy-fairy ideas. Right. You know, I'm not trying to turn people into mm-hmm. actors. I'm not trying to make people be someone that they're not. That's definitely not what mm-hmm. we're doing and that's a common misconception. Right. We're not trying to make you into someone else. We're not right. trying to give you a persona mm-hmm. for being on stage or on camera. Mm-hmm. Authentic you is not mm-hmm. only more than enough, mm-hmm. but it's also what your audience needs to see and hear and relate to. Right. This is about the skill set to help you do it well. And we want you to be comfortable doing it because, you yeah. know, as I said at the start, 
you're going to have to be doing this, you know, even if it's just one-on-one meetings or presenting. I mean, I did a webinar last week and uh, yeah, you know, exactly. it, it, we had webinars. people from around the, the or across the country and, mm-hmm. and it was so much fun because we started out with kind of the whole Brady Bunch thing, right? With everybody on <laughs> and then we turned them all off because um, that's yeah. really distracting. And that's, that's yeah. one of those things, you know, don't, don't be having the Brady Bunch thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you only need the people that are supposed to be on camera to be on camera. But, um, you know, it, 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 the, the cool thing was if I had done the presentation in person, we might have had a handful of people attend. By doing it as a webinar, we did have people from all over everywhere that, that were participating. And so that's, that is one of the, the big benefits to being able to do this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, you're in, where are you, Georgia or something? I'm Atlanta? in Georgia, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, so. yeah. We're, we're a couple hundred miles apart or maybe a couple thousand. <laughs> That's right. It's not really the sort of thing we could be doing if it wasn't for being on camera. I mean, just, uh, just, just expense alone. I mean, oh, you yeah. know, uh, we saved several thousand dollars in airfare, um, you know, <laughs> all of those various things. And, and that's what companies are doing is they're, they're, yeah. they are seeing how much money they can save. We are mm. spreading people out. We've got people who, um, you know, I've, I've, we've talked on, on other programs that I've done with people where we're, we're allowing people to have a lot of flexible schedules to work from home, to do all of these things. And yeah. you still need to communicate with them. You know, email yeah. isn't enough. Text isn't enough. You need yeah. to have some face-to-face communications. And, and, you know, this is just the, the true wave of the future. It is. And you know what? You mentioned email and that just made me suddenly think, There was a a period of time there where people were a little bit unsure about um, email etiquette, Mm -hmm. started becoming the norm to be used for business rather Mm -hmm. than just personal Mm -hmm. emails or whatever. And then when texting came in, it was the same thing. Mm -hmm. Well, what's the etiquette here? Um, Because we do need to differentiate Mm -hmm. between, you know, personal and Mm -hmm. and really casual laid back. It really doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if I've actually gotten that completely Mm -hmm. grammatically correct Um, versus I'm pitching a job opportunity mm-hmm. um, to somebody and I right. need to be professional. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the same thing with being on camera. Mm-hmm. And I find that this is the current misconception. And you see it a lot in places like um, like Facebook and, mm-hmm. and all the Facebook lives and people mm-hmm. have Facebook groups and all of that sort of thing. And everyone's talking about being authentic. You know, people want to see the authentic you. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, they do. But that doesn't need to involve seeing your dirty socks on your bedroom floor. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. This the is cat still doesn't need to wander across. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's the same question again. It's mm-hmm. it's about etiquette. Mm-hmm. What is appropriate and what isn't? Right. Because you can still be friendly and mm-hmm. you know very relatable and authentic when you send an email mm-hmm. or a text in a work capacity. Mm-hmm. But there is an expectation that it will be chromatically mm-hmm. correct. Right. It will have paragraphs. Mm-hmm. It will have capitalization. Mm-hmm. And it won't be like, hey, you. Mm-hmm. It will be, dear sir or madam, you right. know, it's right. to be mm-hmm. appropriate for the mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is what all of this is about. Mm-hmm. You need to be appropriate for the situation. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be on camera, which obviously you know, very important and, and yes, everybody can do it. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, only for a few, but maybe consider etiquette. Right. Maybe consider, are mm-hmm. you being professional when mm-hmm. you are on camera? Mm-hmm. Are you presenting a professional image mm-hmm. to these people? Of course, be authentic, be yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be afraid of that. You don't need to put mm-hmm. on a persona, but we probably don't need to see you filming in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just not a work appropriate mm-hmm. place to film. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah. Right. Um, and actually that is leading on to the next mistake oh. that mm-hmm. I planned that, but that worked out. That's a great segue. Oh. You did. You oh. planned it. We know. <laughs> <laughs> I just know my content so well. I could, mm-hmm. you know, talk all day, every day. <laughs> it all goes back to original mm-hmm. points and it all right. ties in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the third mistake is your background mm-hmm. on camera. Now, obviously, that matters, you know, on stage too, but mm-hmm. we're talking about on camera. Right. So on camera background, you have an incredible control over what the audience mm-hmm. sees or doesn't see. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to span my camera, mm-hmm. but you would be shocked if you could see to the left of me right. or to the right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I'm in a busy office space. Mm-hmm. 
I have um, a thing of drawers right next mm-hmm. to me, like right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an armchair right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, you know, the usual chaos, mm-hmm. books and shelves and desks and, you know, whatever else. But you guys don't see that. Right. And why? Because as the director of this show, which mm-hmm. I am because I placed my camera, I am controlling what the audience sees. Mm-hmm. The audience sees what I allow the camera to see. Mm-hmm. So all of the things outside of that are beside the point. Mm-hmm. And what I've created here is a little bit of a set. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes I have an actual set, Mm -hmm. which is something that people can do. You know, you can have a little table, maybe a little, Mm -hmm. I don't know, thing of flowers or, you know, Mm -hmm. something appropriate to your brand, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can use a backdrop, you know, Mm -hmm. like I have. So is that a true backdrop or is it a green screen? This is a backdrop. Okay. You can also use green screens, obviously. The trouble with green screens is it requires post-ed. Right. So... And you get a little glowy and all can, those funny things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and there is a bit of a, a finesse mm-hmm. to um, the editing to make sure you are actually getting all of the edges and not having a little right. glimmer yeah. of green. Yeah, or, you, your shoulder goes away for some reason. or mm-hmm. I know. Or, uh, you know, if people move around a lot, you mm-hmm. see, you know, it's right. very obvious. It, 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 there's a, a lag. Of, like, whoa, their mm-hmm. arm is gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, if I'm filming something for maybe an advertisement or, um, I don't know, something I'm going to reuse mm-hmm. a time and again, then, yes, sometimes I'll use a green screen. Mm-hmm. Or if I need to, you know, to have, um, you know, text up on the screen and I want to point mm-hmm. it out or, you know, right. have the logo up mm-hmm. or, you know, contact mm-hmm. information or something like that. <coughs> but for this, this is just a backdrop. Mm-hmm. And this is what I use um, because, as I said, I all the time and dealing with clients online. Mm-hmm. I do training and consulting mm-hmm. online. So I do it in person as well. But <laughs> so you're this in backdrop, Australia. Lots of people are elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And Australia is a very, very big place. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, I can't not just a space in over between there. stuff too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weeks of driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we'll go on camera. Mm-hmm. So the backdrop is super simple because mm-hmm. you can put it up, you can put it, um, you can pull it up, you can pull it down, mm-hmm. you can slide them across, whatever kind mm-hmm. it is. And in a moment, you have a set mm-hmm. and it's done. Right. And it's very handy for blocking out mess behind mm-hmm. you. Right. So, for example, going back to the bedroom example, if I was filming in my bedroom because mm-hmm. that was the place that was quiet, right. if I'm, you know, you might have limited space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever the space is, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you find that works for you. For sound and lighting, you know, maybe it's the best natural light and you want to mm-hmm. utilise some of that. You've only got a fill rather mm-hmm. than a key, you know, all mm-hmm. of those things. Whatever it is, you can still use a backdrop. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't need to have a professional printed um, mm-hmm. one like I do. Right. You can just put Curtains. up something. Mm-hmm. Yep, even if, you know, it's a blank wall, it's mm-hmm. still better. Mm-hmm. If it's, um, it's better if it's not white, just mm-hmm. FYI, white. Right, because then, then that messes with the light. Mm-hmm. It does, yes, but it's also quite harsh and cold. Mm -hmm. And in a professional capacity, you want to be professional, but you also want to be inviting and engaging and warm. Mm -hmm. So white is usually a little too cold for that. Right. But if you have beige walls or something, Mm -hmm. sure, use a wall. Mm -hmm. Um, Or put up, you know, a a sheet, Mm -hmm. you know, preferably one that's been ironed. Right, right. No holes in it. No, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and a plain one, folks, not stripes, not, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, a, a nice neutral color, like mm-hmm. a light gray is usually what I advise mm-hmm. people if they're actually mm-hmm. planning ahead and thinking about this. Mm-hmm. It's a good color because it's it's not going to clash with mm-hmm. things. It's going to absorb a little bit of the light. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have bounce reflection mm-hmm. from the light. And um, it's pretty flattering in terms of mm-hmm. it's going to suit most people. Right. And it's not going to clash with whatever clothes mm-hmm. you wear. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's another thing, you know, just be mindful of the clothes you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Just you know, not something bright red, you're going to glow mm-hmm. like a tomato under the mm-hmm. lights. <laughs> um, not something really crazy patterns. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not going to be good under right. the camera. So just have a think about your background. Mm-hmm. We don't want to see your dirty socks on the floor. Right. We want a professional image. We mm-hmm. want to see that you care enough to take mm-hmm. a moment mm-hmm. to make sure that you are presenting professionally when right. you are on the camera. You know, and I have a busy background. We'll just be honest about that. Um, you know, and, and I've tinkered with it again. I've done, you know, all sorts of things. 
And to me, what's back there reflects me. Mm. But yeah, see, mm-hmm. it, 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 it may also be that it's just too busy. And it's funny, I had a guest on who we were talking about how to get people to pay attention to you. And it mm. was to remove the things that are busy. And he had a black background. I mean, and, and so he was kind of this talking head. It was, to me, it was too dramatic. But I could tell that he looked at what's behind me and he was going. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I know it shouldn't be as busy. Yeah. So I'll work on that and I'll work on my lights. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but it, it is, you know, it's, it's something to, to be thinking about. Now, if you were just doing a one-on-one meeting, that's very different than, you know, and, and it depends on who you're talking to. Um, yeah. You know, if it's, if it's a potential client that you're going to maybe eventually charge lots of money, mm-hmm. you really need to pay attention what's back there. Um, you know, but, but yeah, it's, and, and is it a reflection of who you are? Sure. But are people going, what's that up there? You know, what she got over there? I mean, that's, again, it's like the reflection in the glasses. Are they yeah. getting lost in that? as opposed okay. to paying attention to what I'm saying. Yeah. And quite honestly, it is too busy. Mm-hmm. There are too many things. Yep. Um, not only is it busy, but um, like I can't actually read what some of those things are. Yeah. So, so it, then you, again, you focus on that. You're like, what's it say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not that I am, but if I was an audience member who was perhaps mm-hmm. a little bit bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. True. Then you're really going to be looking at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really going to be looking at it. And I'm going to be going, oh, what's that say? Right. Look at a little stuffed dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I why she, yeah why does she have that? You know, and, then, and then you get lost. Oh, maybe she has it on Facebook and away you go. Um, yeah. You know, and what it, does that actually mm-hmm. say behind her? Her head is blocking part right. of it. Yeah. What is that above yeah. her head? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a, it's a painting, a picture, mm-hmm. a photo. Oh, yeah. Right. And the same thing actually for your mic. I will point mm-hmm. that out because mm-hmm. this is another really common thing I mm-hmm. see. Your mic does not need to be in your shop. And right. I see people do yeah, that Yeah, it could a be a little bit further away. Yes. And it's instantly mm-hmm. how much better. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff behind And it's a you. big mic, let's be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. And reality is in the image that I'm seeing, remembering mm-hmm. again, I'm the director. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, in your case, you're the director. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the you're my camera. producer. <laughs> yeah. But what you're seeing... Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, what I'm seeing is that the microphone is about the same size as your head. It is. Mm-hmm. Now, the trouble with that, of course, is, and again, this is all in my training, but mm-hmm. instantly, psychologically, you have just minimized your importance Ooh. to your audience. Mm-hmm. And if I was a director of that, mm-hmm. I would be fired. Mm-hmm. That is a mm-hmm. definite, definite, definite no-no. Wait. Unless it was a prop that had a massive significance mm-hmm. and was equal in its importance to mm-hmm. you, it should not be anywhere near that large. Right. It right. needs to and, be minimized. And, you know, it's one of those things where it, it, is it a prop, you know, because this is a podcast and so you've got the microphone. I mean, you know, and, and um, you know, so... Yeah, it's like, hmm. So I'll, I will. I'll have to try. I'm not going to do it now because I don't want to lose myself. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, having it further out of the and, and you know, actually, there's yeah. an easy way to do it. It's called bring the camera in closer and the mic yeah, out. Well, I mean, you know, that's yeah. You know, now, not yeah. that I really yeah. want people to see a little bit more of me, but but yeah, you know, it's it's so it's it's again, mm-hmm. it's a matter of just tweaking things until you get mm-hmm. it to work. Because yeah. yeah, when I start getting people asking me questions about the mic. It's like, hmm, okay, they did get distracted by it. Exactly. And if that's not part of your focus, mm-hmm. like if you were talking about mics, right. if you were doing mm-hmm. an episode on mics, right. then sure. Yeah, I would say better. this is a... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But if it's not helping you, mm-hmm. it is detracting. Right. And this is what I say to people all the time, distraction and detraction. Mm-hmm. Stop making life harder for yourself. Mm-hmm. Help your audience hear you. Right. Help them you help them Mm -hmm. understand you and if you are doing these things because you are fearful like Mm -hmm. you just said Mm -hmm. i caught that i don't want people to see more of me (laughs) (laughs) but what is happening is that there's so many things going on around you Mm -hmm. that you're minimizing your significance Mm -hmm. and making it harder for people to focus on what you're saying okay all the effort of going on camera Mm -hmm. and trying to deliver something to an audience, mm-hmm. then you should do it so that they're going to be able to hear you, mm-hmm. right? right? 
that's the point of it. That's why you're there. Mm -hmm. You may as well do it so they Mm -hmm. can hear you. Well, and, you know, when you think about movies, television, things like that, when you're looking at the background, just look at, you know, take your favorite TV show, folks, and, and look at that and realize there's not nearly as much back there as you would normally see. You know, there's enough to set the scene, but Mm -hmm. all the clutter, all of the the normal stuff is not there. What what is there is what needs to be there. Exactly. And if you have a look even at, um, you know, interviews for Mm -hmm. people, um, actors or whatever, you know, they're promoting a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have a look at the set that they Mm -hmm. have there. Oh, it's as bare bones as can be. Mm -hmm. It is. You might have a poster or something of... Mm -hmm the movie mm-hmm. um you might have a little tiny table and mm-hmm. you'll have some chairs right and the interviewer will be on a 45 degree mm-hmm. angle usually um unless they're doing a wide shot and mm-hmm. they're sort of you know doing the crosstalk mm-hmm. but generally speaking there everything is done in a particular way for a particular reason and that's what my training actually shows people right. so they understand not only um why mm-hmm. but then how to do it mm-hmm. and obviously if you are utilizing this skill set and the tips and the tricks mm-hmm. from the trade, mm-hmm. um, you're going to be doing it better. And right. at the end of the day, it um, yes, you'll stand out from mm-hmm. your competitors, but the most important thing is your audience. You mm-hmm. want to make sure that it, you're making it as easy as you can right. for them to hear you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I always think about, you know, when we're talking about backgrounds, sports mm-hmm. interviews, you know, yeah. I, like, like ESPN. <laughs> when they do game day. So you've got, you know, usually the three or four talking heads mm-hmm. and then a thousand students behind that are trying mm-hmm. to get on camera to show mom, yes, I'm here. And yeah. they've got signs, they've got all sorts of things. And pretty soon I have no idea what the talking heads are saying because I'm trying to see what's exactly. going on in the background. Um, exactly. you know, and, and, and that, re- and, and you want, I mean, you know, I, I always wonder, do they not know how distracting it is or, yeah. Do they know how distracting it is, and so they don't have to pay attention to as much to what they say? <laughs> <laughs> well, there may be an element of that, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the things they say are, are a little bit nonsensical, right? Um, but especially on sports in, stuff. But like Good Morning America, does, you know, some of the news yeah. programs do that. They'll have the live audience yeah. back there, yeah. and you're watching the person go by in their red coat, and then the person goes by <laughs> with the baby, and you know, it's like oh, okay, hmm. yep. <laughs> And But this is also where knowing who your audience is is mm-hmm. so important. Right. Because, yes, it is distracting, mm-hmm. so you're absolutely right about that, but they are actually using this for a reason. It is on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's right. not that they don't know that it's distracting. Mm-hmm. It's that they have, um, the director has purposefully done that mm-hmm. because what they are trying to show you is this is for the people. Right. This is for the common people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're there with you. This is really casual. Look how fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, fun, mm-hmm. relaxed. We're all here mm-hmm. together. Everyone can get involved. Everyone is, mm-hmm. you know, a part of this. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, it's a psychological thing, but mm-hmm. it is just simply a directing skill. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, it's one of the things in the training and it's there to help you understand those mm-hmm. sorts of things and how to utilize things and when. Right. Because if your audience is, you know, maybe a, a panel of CEOs mm-hmm. and maybe you want to minimize those distractions. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, that's definitely. the mm-hmm. to be sending. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't want to be sitting there wearing casual clothes and maybe you don't want to have the socks on your bedroom floor. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is that you are doing, you need to think about who your mm-hmm. audience is. Right. Now, maybe if you are a mum and you're selling... I don't know, kids' products. Right. It might then be it's very okay to have the toy in the background. Mm-hmm. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. And it's all part of your messaging. Right. Mm-hmm. All of this is part of your branding. Mm-hmm. And that's something that people tend to forget. Mm-hmm. They think they're being authentic and mm-hmm. real by letting people see the mess mm-hmm. or see them without makeup or see right. them film in the driver's seat of their car, mm-hmm. one of my pet peeves. Oh, I know. Why? Uh, why? Because all I'm doing is thinking they're going to crash. We're going to watch them crash. <laughs> Yeah, and if they're if they're parked somewhere or something, even you know, it's just like, well, why are you in your car? Like, mm-hmm. are you going somewhere? Are you right. coming? Mm-hmm. And what shop is that behind you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. they have a sale on. I right. can see oh. right. carpool karaoke. That's okay, but otherwise, no. 
<laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, unless it is part of your branding, like you're selling cars, right. just don't mm-hmm. film in your car. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's my head in. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, uh, mistakes. Should we keep going with the mistakes? Yes. Oh, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. So what are we up to? Uh, four. Four. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, four. What were these four? Are your emotions. Mm. Letting your emotions control you mm-hmm. and the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's such an obvious thing, really. But at the end of the day, your emotions need to be kept in check mm-hmm. if they are distracting or detracting mm-hmm. your audience. Right. So if you are incredibly nervous, for example, mm-hmm. say you you know hate being on camera, hate how you sound, how you look, whatever it is, and um, maybe it's not something you're very familiar with or whatever, if you let that be seen, what message are you sending your audience? Right. And at the end of the day, was it therefore a good and helpful thing that mm-hmm. you, you know, conquered your fears and got mm-hmm. on camera or was it doing you a disservice mm-hmm. because your audience saw a flustered, not well mm-hmm. put together, messy kind of content right distracted, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you presented mm-hmm. on camera. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling nervous, if you're feeling worried, if you don't know what you're talking about, all of those things, that's going to come across. Mm-hmm. And there are, again, tips and tricks to overcome all of these things, obviously all in my training. But then there are also some really obvious things you can do yourself mm-hmm. without any training, and that is just to be aware of it. Right. Right. Because it's not about you. And that's mm-hmm. actually the fifth uh, mistake, mm-hmm. the wrong focus. It's not about you. Right. It's about your audience. Mm-hmm. And I know I've kind of said this 10 times already. But at the end of the day, if you don't understand that the reason that you are getting on camera mm-hmm. or you're presenting on stage or you're mm-hmm. pitching to the board or whatever it is, mm-hmm. is not about you, but it's mm-hmm. about your message and right. about your audience. Mm-hmm. And it's about how your message can help your audience. Mm-hmm. So if you are looking at it as this is helpful for them mm-hmm. and I'm doing this for them, for mm-hmm. their benefit, mm-hmm. and then you are expressing it in a way that is showing that to your audience, not only are they going to relate to you, not only are they going to trust you and like you, feel like you're being authentic, all of mm-hmm. those good things, um, but they're actually going to receive that message. Right. And at the end of the day, that is the point. Mm-hmm. And it is so easy to get lost in the details and lost in nerves and lost right. in our content. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, the words are only a tiny part of your content. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, don't get so hung up on your words. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have any script in front of me now, for example. Mm-hmm. As I said earlier, I just, I know my content really right. well. And that's really what you need to do. Mm -hmm. You just need to know your content and then you need to be confident in how you are presenting yourself Mm -hmm. and your content. Mm -hmm. And you can strategically plan how to do both of those things. You can, you know, once you know what you're doing, you can utilize all of those skills and you can plan ahead. You can decide at this point in this bit of content Mm -hmm. on this subject, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to step from here to here. I'm going to turn my head that way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this with my voice. I'm going to pick up this prop. I'm going to deliver that line in that particular way. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to pause. And then I'm going, all of those things, like it sounds like a lot right now, but all of those things are utilized. When you have the skill set, you can utilize all of these things and make them all work for you. But for your audience. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking at it as being about you and, oh, my gosh, they're looking at me, the mm-hmm. camera's on me, mm-hmm. the lights are on me, I have to talk into this microphone, you know, all of those things, it's making the focus about you. Mm-hmm. It's right. going to make you more nervous. It's going to mm-hmm. make you not be able to think straight, mm-hmm. not be able to present well. And at the end of the day, you're not going to be reaching your audience because right. they are going to feel that, they're going to mm-hmm. see that. All of that stuff is going to be um, portrayed mm-hmm. in your body language, in your movements, in your voice, in your inflection, in everything that you are doing and presenting. Mm-hmm. And the aim of the training, obviously, is to bring all of those things together and make them work in your benef- mm-hmm. to your benefit. Right. Yeah, and 
uh, one of the things is, you know, a lot of the, of what you th- are concerned about is as you're giving, you know, your, your, your meeting, your presentation, your whatever, you know, we, we get in our heads and we yeah. think, oh, they must be watching my glasses. They must be looking at the background. <laughs> they must be doing that. They must, they must hear my voice. The worst thing is to point that out. You know, and, yeah. and don't say, oh my gosh, I know that my glasses are very distracting mm-hmm. because then people are going to focus on them, <laughs> um, you know, and, and they might not have even noticed. So mm. don't say, I'm so nervous that I'm having to do this. You know, all those various things, but I, you know, and don't do the silly things like, you know, imagine that whether you're doing this on camera or live. Okay. I don't, I don't ever want my audience to be naked. No, uh-uh, <laughs> no, I hate that. Worst I don't know who came up with that. Um, <laughs> You know, even in their underwear. That's that's the yeah. new thing. Well, imagine no. them in their underwear. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. no, no, no. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 mm. you know, just relax and practice. Yeah. I mean, that really is. And it sounds silly and it sounds trite, but that's you know, and 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 remember, they are are participating because they want that information. You know, exactly. now if you're the CEO. And you have told everybody you will watch. Okay, that's a little bit different, but they're mm-hmm. still wanting that information from you. So yeah. remember that. You know, and, and and I always tell people, you know, talk like you would if you truly were face to face. And that's yeah. part of why we started doing the podcast as video. You know, I get mm-hmm. to see my guests, and we get to chat like we were sitting having a cup of coffee. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that oh, something I'm always telling my clients mm-hmm. as well. Yes, you're doing all of these things and yes, mm-hmm. it looks, you know, maybe large scale and mm-hmm. feels like there's a lot of effort going into it. But the entire point of all of that is so that you can be free. Right. You can let go mm-hmm. because you have the confidence knowing that you mm-hmm. are doing it well, mm-hmm. knowing that you know what you're doing, right? And that is incredibly liberating. Mm-hmm. And then you can focus on your audience of mm-hmm. one. That's the other thing that is so, yeah. so important. Yeah, because there might be a thousand there. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. Mm-hmm. You want to make it real. You want to make mm-hmm. it um, personalized. Mm-hmm. And you, if you're speaking to that audience of one, mm-hmm. people see that, they feel that. Right. And obviously it changes your focus mm-hmm. as well. And that's right. another thing that will help with your nerves mm-hmm. too, because if you're speaking to one person mm-hmm. rather than a large crowd, your brain instantly is going, oh, that's okay. I can do mm-hmm. that. Right. right. It's yeah. it's a lot less overwhelming and scary. Right. Because when you're presenting to a crowd, then you start picking up on things. That person's mm. not paying attention. Ooh, I like that yeah. top or, or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, and it's funny. I don't always like doing webinars where we've turned everybody off because mm. then I'm talking to no one. And, yeah. and to me, I don't like that. And so what I do, so here's my little tip. Mm. I have Barbie dolls. I have little dolls. Oh, really? And, and, cool. and, you know, they're, they're, they're actually over there asleep right now, but, um, but yeah. And so that way I still have someone that I'm talking mm. to. Yep. Yep. Well, that's, I mean, I've never actually heard of someone using Barbie dolls, mm. but you know, have <laughs> I'm to you. <laughs> awesome, creative, inventive idea. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I'm always telling people rather than if they're nervous about the camera, um, or they're feeling like they're just, mm-hmm. you know, they're in presenting mode. Mm-hmm. Um, to stop looking at the lens itself. Right. Yeah. Don't and stare at the camera like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is something else. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, actors are taught mm-hmm. is you're not you're not ever supposed to look directly mm-hmm. at the lens so much right. as just around it. Mm-hmm. And that actually also helps with um, your eyes, mm-hmm. the, what the camera is picking up. Right. Um, but it also is making uh, you a little less nervous mm-hmm. if this is an issue right. for you. So you can well, look sort of just around it mm-hmm. or even, you know, depending on how large your camera mm-hmm. is, around the camera itself mm-hmm. and focus on mm-hmm. something just beyond the camera. Right. Now, for all intents and purposes, it looks like mm-hmm. you're looking in right. the camera, mm-hmm. but your focus isn't on the camera. It's there, right. but it's not your focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of like when you're talking to one person and we've all been told, mm-hmm. maintain eye contact. Yes. Well, if I stare at that person, just stare at their <laughs> eyes, that's just really uncomfortable for them yeah, and creepy. for me. And, and so, you know, look, look like right above here or, you know, look, mm-hmm. don't stare straight at their eyes. Um, yeah. you know, and, and even now, if you're wanting 
to, you know, it's just like the inflection. You know, if you're wanting to, to get their attention, things like that, then, okay, don't have a stare down because that really is uncomfortable. But, you know, make that eye contact, but don't maintain it to the point of it, it gets awkward. Yeah, it's the same as what you're doing when you're um, in person. Mm -hmm. um, right. One of the things in my training, obviously, because it covers on stage, is I talk about the amount of eye contact mm -hmm. to use. Right. And generally speaking, people agree that you want about three seconds. Mm -hmm. Any more than that, people start to go, oh, wait, why yeah, are they staring at my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they staring at me? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Or if it's uh, shorter than that, it's perceived as shifty mm -hmm. and untrustworthy. Right. You know, it's like they can't focus mm -hmm. on me. Why aren't they looking at me? Mm -hmm. This is off. Right. You know, there's yeah. something mm -hmm. very unsettling mm -hmm. about a shifty gaze. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, around about three seconds mm -hmm. and any more, any less, you kind of, mm -hmm. no. <laughs> well, and you start to feel uncomfortable too, you know, and, yeah. and that's kind of the thing is if you're starting to go, eh, okay, shift your focus. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to stare down. Right, right. Well, oh my gosh, Amanda, this is so much fun. And, and, and I feel like we really did just scratch the surface on this because oh, I think these yeah. are skills that, as we were saying, more and more business people are absolutely going to have to do. Um, you know, and, and I mean, we didn't talk really about, aside from the microphone's too big, we didn't really talk about equipment. We didn't talk about a lot of things like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and so we definitely have to have you on again. Plus, we, you know, the, you do um, give uh, training for people on how to be on stage, you know, and, and yeah. it's not, you know, yes, that could be for 10,000 people, could it, but it also could be presenting to your team at work. I mean, you know, oh, that's, that's a stage also. Yeah. So, you know, we definitely have to have yeah. you on again. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, Love it. between now and then, tell people how they find you and how they would work with you. Mm, okay. Well, it's kind of obvious. Rewardsdrama.com. <laughs> See, that's that, um, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's right there. Um, and everything else is the same in terms of social media and things. Mm -hmm. Rewards drama is the handle. Right. LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn, but it's under my name because no mm -hmm. one uses companies on LinkedIn. I know, they get cranky when you do that. Mm -hmm. uh, it, Rewards drama is there, mm -hmm. but it's kind of pointless. Mm -hmm. So every, everything's on my right. name. Um, but yeah, you can shoot me an email, admin at rewardsdrama.com or just go to the website, you know, contact page, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It's got all our services that we offer Perfect. both online and in person. Mm -hmm. And it's got a couple of free guides, oh, one that yes. we talked mm -hmm. about, the mistakes on camera. And then there's also another one, mistakes people make Perfect. when they're presenting in person on stage. I love it. You know, and, and you do, you've got a lot of great resources and it's things that people really should be checking out um, because yeah, you know, we're, we're all going to be doing this and we, the goal is to make it as comfortable as possible as, you know, and, and so that, that the audience is comfortable, they're getting what they, you know, what they want and we're not just total nervous wrecks being on the, the other side. Yeah, exactly. He's it's supposed to work both ways. Right. It's supposed to be good for everybody mm -hmm. involved. Mm -hmm. um, right. One of the things I do as well as the training itself, which is called persuasive presenting, by the mm -hmm. way, I never actually mentioned that. That's my signature training, persuasive presenting on mm -hmm. stage and on camera, um, which I provide um, online and in person. And I do one-on-one. Do I have one -on -one. to go to Australia? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can. You know, it's a nice place to visit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um but um, in addition to the training, I also do consulting and I'm okay. doing that more and more um, as people, particularly people like authors or mm -hmm. people who maybe have done plenty of presenting before, mm -hmm. uh, they have to suddenly come up with something new right. or do something in a different capacity mm -hmm. or whatever. And they just want a pro in their corner mm -hmm. to help them nut out this particular project Perfect. or people who've done training with mm -hmm. me before and then they want to come and do that. Mm -hmm. So I also do that as well, which mm -hmm. is, as I said, becoming quite popular lately. I love so, it. So training and consulting online, in person, one-on-one, -on -one, in groups. Uh, Rewardsdrama.com. At rewardsdrama.com. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Well, do you have any final thoughts for everyone? Mm, well, I obviously have touched on this um, this whole interview, but that is that it is important to be seen as professional mm -hmm. when you are right. on camera and on stage. Mm -hmm. One of the most important things you can do in those first few seconds is give people a good positive impression. And if you are trying to sell them a service, if you have your own business, or if you are in a company and you're trying to represent your company well, mm -hmm. whether you're the CEO, the manager, 
or just, you know, you've got a little team and you have to present something to the team. Mm -hmm. You want to inspire your audience. You want to get your team on board. You want to um, get them on board with your vision, you know, whatever it is, or pitch your idea, sell to the board. Any of these things is so incredibly important and you want to make sure that you're doing it well. So I would just encourage people, Mm -hmm. if this is something that you haven't maybe thought of before, whether you do training with me or not, Um, just maybe have a little bit of a think about it and Mm -hmm. and these mistakes that I've run through and just have a think about what you could tweak when you do go on camera, even if it's just a Facebook Live. You know, you can still be yourself and authentic and real and personable and warm and all of those things. At the same time, it's important to be seen as being professional Mm -hmm. and make sure that you are giving your audience the confidence in you and your services and whatever that may be and just making sure that your audience is hearing what it is that you are trying to convey to them. Perfect. I love it. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely delightful time talking with Amanda Meyer. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.